Greetings. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an occasionally comedic podcast on spirituality, mysticism, magic, esotericism, and apparently recovery. Welcome. This is another random episode. We're not diving into ginger today. Ginger was supposed to be our root or herb of the day today. But I, if you listen to the last episode, um, my dog was very sick and he passed away. And so in lieu of not putting out any episode, I'm putting out something, even if it's not about ginger. Though I will say, ginger does help speed things along, as you might know, because if you ever eaten ginger, it is very heating. So there's a teaser for next week's episode. So good news uh, all over here. Celebration. My dog, Uncle Tupelo, did pass away from his embodied form, but we are celebrating as much as we can because it was his time. And it was very clear that it was his time. Toops was a staple here at a thousand serious moves and in my life I had him for 16 years and occasionally you could hear him panting or drinking water in the background or shaking and you could hear his collar ringing so we do love tubes here and somebody even left a review on apple podcast talking about how tubes was very cute tubes would be very happy if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or rated us on Spotify or wherever it is that you listen. That helps because apparently there's a lot of listeners to A Thousand Serious Moves and the reviews and ratings don't reflect how many of y'all are listening. And so I would really appreciate if you'd go on and just leave a review or just hit that five stars. Um, So and then in terms of housekeeping as well, is that uh, today was released the episode of My Family Thinks I'm Crazy that I was featured on. And so if you're new to A Thousand Serious Moves because you heard me on My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, hello and welcome. Definitely check out previous episodes, especially if you're into drug stories. And um, so, yes. So, and then if you're a regular listener to A Thousand Serious Moves, definitely head on over to My Family Thinks I'm Crazy and check out that episode as well as other episodes. A Thousand Serious Moves is now part of Alt Media United Podcast Network, and we're very excited about that. And soon coming up, I'll be, I recorded an episode with Sam Tripoli of his podcast Zero and we talk about spirituality as well. So I'll let y'all know whenever that is released, but definitely subscribe to Zero with Sam Tripoli and My Family Thinks I'm Crazy and leave a review on iTunes for a thousand serious moves. Continuing on with housekeeping, check out marymarfa.com or marfatarot.com to book a tarot reading or you can purchase um, some magical oils. I'm I think I have one evil eye talisman left, but I'm making more this week. So keep an eye out there to get yourself a handmade with love evil eye um, wall hanging to protect your home or your office. There's also a really lovely bend over oil to get someone to do your bidding. Let's say you have a boss that 
has been giving you shit and treating you like shit and you would like for them to treat you with the respect that you deserve, then the bend over oil would be a good friend for that. Soon I'll be adding the evil eye bath and evil eye oil. Those seem to be very popular right now. People seem to be needing a lot of protection from jealousy because when people are jealous or envious towards us, then they're casting this negative energy toward us and it can thwart us in our path. And so it's great to have passive protection by simply having an evil eye charm or if you feel like you're carrying around a lot of that energetic junk and if you're starting to feel jealous of people and you feel like it's not really you and you're absorbing that negative energy, then the evil eye bath would be for you or the evil eye oil to protect you. Those will be added very shortly to the website. Maybe by the time you're listening, they will be added on there as well. And yes, tarot readings. I now have an hour slot that I've added. So you don't even have to pick a particular layout. You just book me for the full hour. And then we just dive into whatever questions you have, whatever you want to look at, uh, cryptocurrency. I have people that like to look at you know, what am I, I invested in Bitcoin, what should I do? Or your business or looking at how we can scenario plan. What would it look like if you did this? What would your life look like if you did that? We have simple yes and no questions, or we can just look at what's going on with you. So marfatarot.com or marymarfa.com. And is that it in terms of house cleaning and announcements? Yes. And then as always, you can reach out to me at htxoracle at gmail.com. I can do public speaking events. I can do voiceover work. I can do, uh, I can be on your podcast. I, I, one time I could do comedy. I probably could still too. So anyway, all right, now on with more of me talking. I'll ring a bell for a transition here. transitioned. So I wanted to really dedicate this episode to Toops, aka Uncle Tupelo was his name. And I got Toops when I was 19 years old from a pet store in the third ward of Houston. I didn't know at the time that you weren't supposed to get animals from the pet store because they come from puppy mills and there's already lots of other doggies that need homes. I just was feeling a little low and I thought it would make me better to go look at the puppies. And so I went with my husband at the time, or he was my fiance at the time. We went to the pet store on Old Spanish Trail in Houston And there they were, those little puppies hopping around and jumping in their kennel. And there was one little black friend that was being jumped on by the others. And I felt bad for him because everybody was trying to get my attention. And I didn't like that. I liked the guy who was just, I felt a little heart for that little black friend. Oh, now I'm going to, I'm like getting emotional. But it's good for me to tell this story because I'm clean and sober today and so I get to tell these stories and I get to have feelings today instead of masking them with drugs and alcohol, shopping, sex, self-loathing, food, sugar, eating disorder. 
So, cause I had an eating disorder at the time when I was at this pet store, which is part of what I was trying to feel a little better. So then I saw that little black friend and I said, I would just like to hold him for a second. <laughs> and so I did and I cried and then he was my friend forever. So we took home that little sweet puppy friend and we named him Uncle Tupelo from the band that Jeff Tweedy was from Wilco was in before he was in Wilco. And because I was into folk music at the time, my ex-husband was in the band Buxton, Houston famous, Texas famous. Apparently their songs get played at Starbucks in New York City as well. As one day I was at Starbucks in New York City and I said, this is my ex-husband's band. <laughs> that was a trip. That was fun. We're on good terms. I made an amends to him recently. Step nine, we made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. So shout out to Sergio. So we took home our sweet little friend, Uncle Tupelo, and pretty soon it became known that his name actually was Toops and that we liked to call him Toops, aka Toopy, Mr. Toopy Too, um, best friend, sweet angel baby, um, perfect boy, all these sorts of names. Uh, the mayor, many people know him as the mayor of wherever it is that he lived. It's weird how like as soon as we would move wherever we would go, he would get elected mayor. It was really uncanny. And around three years old, Mr. Uncle Tupelo, who was a Cocker Spaniel and Poodle mix, started to develop cataracts. And I was devastated. I thought it was the end of the world and that how would he ever survive without his eyesight, especially so early, like three years old, you know? And so I took him to the vet and then I took him to the ophthalmologist who talked about doing the cataract surgery and, you know, it was thousands of dollars and they said, and we can't even guarantee that it's going to work or that he's going to, that it's going to last very long. So over time, he actually adapted and never, ever was sad about losing his sight. He still played fetch. Like he couldn't see, but he would still play fetch. You could, he would smell it. And so it was cool. Or he could hear where you'd throw it and like hear that direction. And then he would sniff it out. And so that's one thing that Uncle Tupelo taught me is that that's just the way that life is sometimes. He taught me acceptance. And that what I thought was going to be a tragedy was actually just another day. Because we adapt and we grow. And so I was the one that was projecting my sadness onto him. And when I would tell people later, I was like, oh, he's blind. They would say, oh, and I'd say, oh, don't be sad. He's not sad. If he's not sad, we don't have to be sad. Because we make all these sad, you know, humans, how we love our stories and our feelings. And we make all these sad stories. But Tubes taught me that everything was actually fine. And that we just keep going and then we adapt and we learn other skills like having a really good nose. Tubes had a great nose. That was one thing that everyone knew about Tubes is that he had such a good nose. 
is that when we go over to somebody's house, if somebody had any kind of food anywhere, he would find it. He would sniff it out and then he could smell if like something was hiding, if there was like food on the counter, you know, and he would sit there and he would cry and cry and cry because he wanted the food. Because think about it, when you lose your eyesight and when you already have such a good nose, your other senses get heightened. And so his nose was so good. And because of that, he loved the taste of food. I don't know anybody that has ever loved food as much as Toops. Toops loved food. And I say loved, but he really still does. And I say that because I do believe that he's with me in spirit. And I'll get to that here in a little bit. So Toops went with me from Houston to New York City. I went to Columbia University for my undergrad. And the day that I was about to leave for school, I had taken him to the vet. And the vet said, we need to take out one of his eyes. And I was so devastated. Because I guess one of the cataracts, he had cherry eye, like the cataracts can burst or something. And he was in a lot of pain. So I said, okay, just do it. And then so they took his eye out and he was so fine the next day. It was like he wasn't even in pain. It was like he was wagging his tail. He wanted to play fetch. He never lost his appetite. And then the day after we left to go to New York City, I got a call that my dad died. So my boyfriend at the time watched Toops for me while I went to Houston to visit, to go to the funeral and then come back to New York. And Toops was with me through all of that. He was with me from the divorce to my dad dying to moving to New York. He was such a trooper. Toops loved New York because Lots of times there was lots of food on the street and he loved pizza. Pizza was one of Toops' favorite foods. He loved the chicken bones, though I tried to not, you know, it's like chicken bones aren't, they make a dog choke. And so, but if he ever snuck one in, boy, was he happy. So he would find food on the street, even food that I didn't see because his nose was so good. And he loved that. He loved New York. He loved Washington Heights and going to the park there. And he was such a good friend when I would be out a lot doing comedy. He was always so happy to see me. And it's hard to not feel guilt sometimes about like maybe I left him at home too much or maybe I wasn't there for him enough. But one thing I have learned is that I can't change the past. All I can do is try to do better today. And so as Toops and I have grown over time, I have learned to make amends to him for times that maybe I left him at home for too long. And really his last days of his life, the past two years, he never really was alone for very long. I was with, I've been with him. I work from home now most of the time. And so I got to spend all my time with him and he got to spend his last years in on an acre of land in East Texas and here at the courtyard at Building 98. He got to roam free and he loved that. He loved to spend his retirement age in nature and I'm very happy that we got to do that for him. And so Toops moved back with me. We moved to Marfa from New York and then we moved back to New York and then we moved 
to Houston, and then we moved to East Texas, and then we moved back here to Marfa. So Toops has been all over the country. And he also went with me on the road when I was doing comedy. And that was really fun. We went with my friend Ryan on one tour, and who goes by Christopher Ryan. And we there were times where we would be at a hotel and the hotel would be like, we can't have dogs. But Toops is not just any dog. So we would put him in a bag and we would cover him with a blanket and then we would bring him into the hotel room. So Toops has been all over. He's been to the Midwest. He's been to, he spent time with me in New Orleans. We lived in New Orleans for a little while. He's been to Florida, Tennessee. I think Toops really liked Tennessee. He's been to the beach. He's been to rivers. He's been to mountains. Toops has had quite many adventures. And I'm pretty sure that Toops also used to time travel and travel through portals especially here at Building 98, but really in East Texas too. There would be times where I would be looking for him and could not find him. And I'd be like, Tubes, Tubes. And here's one thing you should know about Tubes is that he did lose his hearing. At some point, I realized when we were in New Orleans about five year, four years ago, that he wasn't howling. Like I was trying to get, I was like, Ooh, and he wasn't howling back with me. And so he did go deaf and he did end up losing his other eye. But you know what? That didn't stop Tubes. He was happy all the time. Always happy. To him, it wasn't a tragedy. It was just like, do do do, where's the pizza? I'm gonna enjoy the things that I can enjoy. He he taught me acceptance. Acceptance about the things that we cannot change. You know, it's like I can't make his eyes grow back even though I did have a dream that his eyes grew back. And maybe that was like a prophetic dream that whenever he passed away, that he would get his eyes back, his spiritual eyes. Or maybe his spiritual eyes were always open. So, no eyes, couldn't hear, played fetch, loved pizza, he loved carrots, he loved peanut butter, he loved me, and I loved him. And he traveled through portals. So I would be looking for him and I'd be like, where is he? And I would like do a whole like, where is he? And then I'd look through everything. And then all of a sudden I'd turn around and he'd be like standing right behind me. And I'm like, where were you? So I'm pretty sure that he would travel through portals. And I heard David Sleeper say something like that too, which to me confirms that this is possible. So... traveling through portals, times and dimensions, the mayor, the champion, the friend to all. So, as many of you know from the last episode, he did get sick last week. And it was sad because I didn't like to see him sad. And he tried to hang on, but it was very clear that it was his time. And he let me know. And I'm very grateful because if he's not eating and he's not wagging his tail, then clearly something is up. And luckily, he only had to go through that for a week. Because when I took him to the back to the vet for the second time last week, 
the vet put him on an IV and then when I woke up on Saturday morning and I went to see him he wasn't wagging his tail and he hadn't eaten and I said okay Toops it's okay and I was glad because I knew that he wasn't going to suffer anymore. To me, it did not make sense to take him home and put him on medication just to cause more trauma to myself because it would only make me more sad to watch him sit there and sleep and not eat and not be himself. And so with, at the vet's advisement and discretion, Toops passed on to the spiritual world. And it's a blessing because as soon as the doctor did the second shot and Toops was no longer in his body, I saw him with me in spirit and he was a little puppy hopping at my heel. And I saw that he actually is better now and he's happy and that he's here to protect me. I've heard of many people, especially people in recovery, will tell me about their dogs passing away and then coming back in another dog at a later date. So I told Toops before he passed on, I said, if you would like to come back, I would be happy to have you. But I know that he's with me in spirit. I know because I see him with me in spirit. And two nights ago, before I fell asleep, I said, Toops, if you would like to come to my dream to let me know that you're still with me, I would love that. And he did. I had a dream that he was sitting on the floor and then I turned around and he had gotten on the couch and he was taking a nap on the couch, just like how he used to do. So I know that he's still with me in spirit. And I even have a little memorial. If you're watching the video to the YouTube, I'm showing you down there, see on the floor, there's a memorial to our sweet friend Toops. Because obviously part of me wanted to just put all this stuff away and like not, you know, but when I got home from the vet on Saturday, I said, I need to, I need to memorialize my, my good friend. So I lit a candle. I have fresh food and water in his bowl, just like how when you feed a spirit water, I was like, oh, well, I just will feed him his treats and his food and water and I have a candle lit and flowers and I have his bed and I go and I sit there and I'm I think it's okay for it to say this because it's already happening but there's a very special um tubes is tubes will continue on there's a very special thing that he and I are working on in spirit that is part of why he was here to teach us love and so, we love you, Toops, and we are glad that you are with us. And I know that he is here with me at my feet. He is with me in spirit, and he is protecting me. And is there anything else that I wanted to share about our good friend? He was resilient. He loved life. He taught me how to love. I'm grateful that I had... 18 months in recovery before he passed away. And part of me thinks that he waited until I got 18 months because he knew that I had a strong enough foundation that I would be able to handle him leaving. It's like he is one of my greatest teachers. He taught me to take care of myself and to take care of him. And 
I'm grateful because the last year and a half, I've been able to make amends to him and to take better care of him that when I was drinking and using and had an eating disorder, he loved me always, but I could have, you know, I, I, I got to do better in the latter years of his life. And I'm really grateful that I got to make that amends and I got to talk to him and tell him how much I loved him. And I knew that it was going to be coming up pretty soon because the past few months, I really, the past year or two, actually, I've just really felt a sweetness and to really tell him how much I appreciate him. Even though he couldn't hear, I know that he could feel the love and that he could feel the healing and loving and energy that I would be sending him. So taking time to hold him, taking time to say good morning and sweet dreams and you know all of these things help me and they help me to learn how to love myself and to love other people and so that's something else that tubes taught me is how to love how to be accepting of things as they are how to enjoy life and good food and how to love and take care of myself and take care of all living things There's been a sweetness that has come about since Tube's passing, like a tenderness to my heart that if I see a dragonfly that's inside my house, I want to take it outside so that it can be free. If there's a honeybee that comes inside, I want to take it outside so that it can be free. I want to water my plants and take the beetles outside. I want to tend and care for the land And this is another thing that Toops has taught me, is the sacredness of life and tending and caring for life. All living beings, even little bugs. Because even at night when I have all the lights out and I'm just watching something on my computer and then moths will come up to the computer and Before Toops passed away, I would just kind of swat them away to kind of kill them. And now I don't even want to do that. Thinking about flowers crying. I've heard about that. That even plants feel pain. And I don't mean that from any like vegan, vegetarian, anything like that. I just mean like just caring for things like we say it is said how you do anything is how you do everything so I try to be more loving tender kind and compassionate to myself and to all living beings so in honor of tubes We say, I love you. All is well. Life carries on. And our doggies are still with us. It's true. Because Toops came to my dream. So rest in peace in your body, sweet friend. And let's continue on through this day and this life. Hand in paw. 
Thank you for listening to this very special episode of A Thousand Serious Moves. If you would like to honor Toops, I suggest having pizza for dinner tonight. Pet your doggies, pet your kitties, water a plant in honor of Toops. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful, blessed, joyful day. Enjoy life because life is so sweet. Have fun in honor of tubes. <laughs>